Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. No, I'm kidding. Welcome back to Did Not Play. I am your host, William Soule, uh, recording from my house in Norman in quarantine. Um, yeah, since I didn't ever think I would have to say, but we're here. Um, believe it or not, uh, I am going to try to talk about sports for the next 30 minutes. Uh, hopefully it comes as a much needed um, respite, 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 I don't know. Uh, from your typical programming of coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. So uh, we'll get in a little bit uh, of the day that I'm deeming the day that sports died. I promise you there's going to be a 30 for 30 that under that title coming soon. Um, I'm going to get sad about March Madness, but um, I'm going to just probably roast the Houston Texans for 30 minutes. So if you're a Texans fan and are still mad about the DeAndre Hopkins thing, I probably wouldn't listen to the show because that's pretty <laughs> it's still funny and it's like been a month or so since that happened. I don't even remember what day it was March 16th and it is April 6th. So almost a month and that's that is still so funny. Um but yeah, I mean God bless the NFL. I say it. I'll say it again. Uh if NFL free agency wasn't going down right now, like I think I'd be losing it. Uh, but I've, I'll I'll break down my opinion on a lot of this stuff. Um, obviously, I'm self-quarantining, so I am doing the show alone today for the first time, uh, which is a bummer. I have been in, in discussion with my co-host, Christian Nunley, about how we could go about uh, maybe getting some Zoom calls going or do anything of that nature and maybe get a little, um, get the both of us back on here. But for now, it's just me because my roommate won't stop bugging me about recording one. So, thanks, Connor. So, without further ado, this is DNP. Well, the last time you heard my sweet, sweet voice uh, was February 19th. A very different world than the one we're living in right now. Um, we talked about why I was scared of the Warriors, which. I still stand by that take. All this is doing is giving Steph Curry more time to get healthy. Um, but since then, the world turned upside down, and I don't know what to do with my daily life. Uh, I mean, for those of you who know me well enough to know anything, um, sports is pretty much all I do. I live, breathe eat, sleep, drink sports all day, every day, 365. Um, so it's been a weird, as I'm sure it has been for everyone listening, um, a weird month. And on March 11th, when the Utah Jazz played the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, things only got weirder. And as I said in the intro, uh, that was the day that sports died. Uh, and, and, Again, like it was probably for the better, and blah to blah, blah. And people can get mad that like I'm complaining about what was clearly a necessary thing for sports to do. I'm not denying that, but if you're telling me that you don't think in like a year and a half to two years there's gonna be a thirty for thirty about all of this with a similar-ish title. I mean, you expose me later if you want, but like I'm telling, like I would, I would be shocked. 
I mean, it's the craziest thing we've ever seen. It's unprecedented. It's unparalleled. We've never seen anything like that before in sports and in the world and anything. Um, and it sucks. Um, I can I have every right to complain about the fact that not having sports sucks. Uh, for those of you who don't like sports, one, you're probably not listening to this, but two, I mean, your world sucks for different reasons, and you have every right to complain about that while also social distancing and doing all the stuff the CDC is telling us to do. But that's not the point. It's not why we're here. It, it was just such a quick turnaround. We went from... People in America are really starting to realize, hey, this is kind of a problem uh, that we should address to, oh my God, the world is ending because one tall French guy got the virus and almost gave it to the king of Oklahoma City. Like we, <laughs> SGA, by the way, not Chris Paul. He's like the fun uncle right now. Um, and and since then, everything's, everything's been canceled. Everything's been suspended. Um, I'm going to talk about March Madness in a second, but it, it just went, it just seems like it went from zero to a hundred so quickly that I didn't really have time to process what was happening. And now a month later I'm sitting here and it's just hard. It's hard to believe we're still here. Um, but again, I promise, I promised everyone I wouldn't spend too much time, um, talking about the coronavirus. Cause I'm, that's not, it's not what you're here for. You're not, you don't care about my expert opinion on what's going on in the world right now um but on the flip side of that i am so sad that march madness isn't happening like i i i i am the kind of guy that i think march man to me march madness is better than christmas i if, if i had to live in a state for the rest of my life where it was only march madness or only christmas i'm picking only March Madness, and I like to put that into perspective. How tough the month of March was for me, because it's all I look forward to it every year. Like I like football, I love football. Football's still my favorite sport, but there is no event in sports better than March Madness. That's just not. And like I'll die on that hill. I don't care. Like you, you can you can debate me all you want about the merits of the Super Bowl or the World Cup, or the Olympics, or whatever. And, like, I love all those events. But there is nothing more electric than March Madness. And I will never agree with you if you want to argue with me. I just won't, because it's not true. Um, so, yeah, it sucked. I usually spend hours hours and hours a day making brackets and pulling my hair out about which 12-5 upset I'm going to pick, and then which, like, 16 seed might win it because I missed out on the one year that it actually happened. Um, it was just tough. It's, t- it's just tough. It's tough. But we'll move on. I mean, I, I just wish they'd suspended it or something. Like, I, I get that that's not logistically something that makes sense for anyone. Um... But like, even if they knew from the beginning that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna have it, just like keep suspending it until the next one. <laughs> like it could be next December. It'd be like the twenty twenty NCAA tournament is still suspended. Like I don't care. Like it just like give me something to cling onto. Like like I'll talk about this later because it's Masters week now. Um, the Masters is suspended until November. So like at least like it's happening. You know. Like, the British Open, canceled. 
they just they're just done. The British were not dealing with it. And with Boris Johnson in the hospital, like that makes sense. They got a lot to deal with. But like they're just done. And like there that just like there is no moving on from that. It's just the end of it. So it's just like just just trick my brain. Let me have this like false sense of hope that something will happen. And keep suspending things. Like keep pushing it back. Just like a like a teenager who really doesn't want to write his sophomore year English paper. Just like don't do it. Just keep pushing it back. Get that doctor's note. <laughs> Just keep keep not turning it in. Um, but I, I did... Let's move on to what I think will be my favorite part of this the show and will probably be everyone else's favorite part of the show. Um, this is what I'm going to call... Um, what in the world are you doing, Bill O'Brien? So this is the point of the show. If you're a Houston Texans fan, I would probably stop listening. <laughs> because I I just don't... I don't get it. I don't. I still... I, it, is, it happened a month ago. <laughs> it's still just... Like... <laughs> it's so funny to me. I don't understand it. It's just one of the... This happens every couple years in sports. Where there, there are trades like this. That like are like they wouldn't they they wouldn't let you do that in Madden like people try it after like they would not let you do that because it's so ridiculous. DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick like they gave up a pick in addition to DeAndre Hopkins to the air to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson a running back who even in his prime, which was like two years ago, um, even in his prime he was. Struggling to stay healthy, he, I don't. I don't know if I don't think he's ever completed a full season without spending at least a little bit of time on the IR. Um, a, a great talent, sure, um, but at a position that's not been particularly important to the Houston Texans, it's like they've been fine without a good running back for a while. And like I get if they want to get a good running back. But like they could have just waited a week and got Todd Gurley for way less money and still kept DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick. And then so they got David Johnson, a second rounder and a fourth rounder. <laughs> like that second round pick better be like Tom Brady or something. Like that that second round pick better turn into an all pro. Or they are gonna get dragged through the mud for God knows how long. For the rest of DeAndre Hopkins' career, for sure. I mean, like, I mean, like people people were shocked that the the that the Browns got OBJ, right? But they they gave up a first round pick, and then <laughs> to make it even worse, the Bills gave the Vikings a first and a second rounder, I believe, for Stephon Diggs, who is nowhere near the same caliber of wide receiver as DeAndre Hopkins. Like, it's not even close. Like, I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, if you don't know how much worse DeAndre Hopkins, how much better DeAndre Hopkins is than Stephon Diggs, then, like, you're just not, like, you probably shouldn't, you're just not paying attention to the NFL. Like, it's just not, it'd be like trading Lincoln Riley for the Union High School running backs coach. Like it's just not, it's just not the same. It's just nowhere near. It's just crazy. And like the Bill O'Brien is the GM and the head coach in Houston. Like he's judge, jury, and executioner. There is no one to tell him no. 
and it, the people who the Houston Texans fans who are still with me at this point understand that like that is way too much power for any one person to have. I mean, like that's that was John. Like, that's like one step short of what John Elway is in Denver, and that's clearly not going well. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, like this is how much this baffles me is that. In the segment dedicated to NFL free agency, I'm spending more time on DeAndre Hopkins than I will about Tom Brady. Like, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> it's coming next. But <laughs> I'm still just like, I'm mind blown. And if you're a, a Sooners fan, you're over the moon. Be- because Kyler Murray ha- has, I mean, he has an aging Larry Fitzgerald as did last year. It was all his, really, his options. I mean, he has Christian Kirk, who's like, okay. Like, this is going to make Kyler Murray look good. Like, good, good. Like, he's going to be putting up some all-pro, like, good numbers next year. Because he, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, he's undoubtedly top three wide receiver in the league. Like, there are people who like to be like, oh, Michael Thomas, or... I don't even know. Like, them, them. That's two. Maybe, like, two years ago, you could have been like, OBJ, Antonio Brown. But, like, DeAndre Hopkins... I think it's DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas are like un, unquestionably the two best wide receivers in the NFL right now. And they, they got him for an aging running back who didn't hasn't played very well the last two years, is always hurt, and has a huge contract and a second or fourth round pick. It's like bravo to Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals organization for pulling that off. Because now they don't have to they don't have to spend that number ten pick on a wide receiver, they can go get a lineman, and they just upgraded their two most their biggest positions of need, like like that, and and just one short off season and it's not even over yet. Um, so hats off to them, but I mean I guess I got to talk about it. But like Tom to Tom Brady, no longer a New England Patriot, so. Take a take a bow if you're an NFC East fan. Um, everybody else, I guess you're kind of like, mm-hmm. because like obviously like splitting up him and Belichick was big, because I mean who you know obvious reasons, but like the dynasty's over. You know the Patri- the Patriots got to figure it out. I mean who knows they could still get Cam Newton. Or Jameis, I really, I really, really want them to get Jameis Winston because if if Bill Belichick can and can take Jameis Winston and win a Super Bowl, then then he has there there isn't anything else he has left to prove. I mean, he already really doesn't have anything to prove. Like he's already like doing our, like pretty okay for himself in the terms of like all time great coaches. But good God, can you can you imagine like Jameis Winston? The man who just threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in the same season. Who did just get LASIK eye surgery, by the way. Um, like, can you imagine him in a Patriots uniform? And they would be good. He's a good quarterback. He is. He is. It would just be so... It would It would make... I would be. I'd cheer for the Patriots in that situation. You're telling me if a Jameis Winston-led Patriots team went to the Super Bowl against, like, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers... You're not cheering for the Packers. You're not because it, I, it would just be too good. It'd be too good. It'd be, it'd be the. It'd be like remember the Titans on crack. Like it'd be like if remember the Titans 
Rudy Miracle and Invincible all had a kid and that would be that movie. It'd be incredible. But like as far as the Buccaneers go, I mean like like they they're going to be good, I guess. Like they they had a really good they had a good defense last year. Um Mike Evans is the biggest winner of all this, I'd say. I mean they they have a good they have good wide receivers. Um the running back is like okay, like decent offensive line. Like the Bucks are going to be good. Like they'll probably make the playoffs. Like Tom Brady at 42, which again is crazy to say. Um is going to make that team pretty good and like they, he brings that winning mentality and he's clearly Tom he's Tom Brady. I mean like they're going to get people that want to come play with him kind of like be a part of his like one last ride. Cuz then he again, I mean they both both the Patriots and the Buccaneers have a, have something that they can prove. Or not the Buccaneers, Brady. Have something they can prove through this. Because Brady can prove that he didn't need Belichick to win a Super Bowl. And like Bruce Arians is a good coach. Undoubtedly, but like if Brady can win it now or at least compete for one, cements his legacy as if it already wasn't set in stone. Um, and Belichick can move on and continue what he's been building in New England. Um, it'll just be interesting to see if, if, because I mean, again, Brady at 42, um, do they have the horses now to win what? I assume would be a, like their goal of a Super Bowl. Like they, like he's not here. He's he didn't go down there to just hang out and retire in Tampa. Because if he'd done that, I mean, I mean, go to L.A. Right? Like go to the Chargers. Much better than Tampa. Just my personal opinion. But I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. Like I, it 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 is a change, a needed change to. An AFC landscape that has been very similar for a very long time, um, and again, I mean, Philip Rivers to the Colts, which kind of got lost in the shuffle, but like Philip Rivers isn't a bad quarterback. Like, I, I, he definitely is an upgrade of what they had. I mean, they the, the Colts for a while there were looking like a like a saucy team to start in the post Andrew Luck era. Um, so I don't hate that for the Colts. I mean, I don't, I don't really think it catapults them into contention for anything in particular, but I mean, they have one of the best offensive lines in the country. Um, I think they'll, they'll win football games. I mean, that they're not going to win. They're not going to win their division. I'd be shocked if they made the playoffs. Again, I don't think like, Philip Rivers is aging worse than Tom Brady, and that might have something to do with the fact that Philip Rivers has like nine kids. So like that's got to weigh on you, right? <laughs> like at some point, like, that's a lot of kids, a lot to keep up with. Um, but to me, the the sneaky team that has been easily the biggest winners of free agency have been the Chargers. Uh, I mean, they they signed Chris Harris from the Broncos, which. Just sucks, honestly, for me. Um, I loved Chris Harris. He was a monster. Um, but like they've they've had they've added a lot. I mean they've they had it. They've always had a good defense. They only got better by adding Chris Harris. 
Like they're gonna have a pretty good like draft spot here if they wanna go with another like if they wanna get the quarterback of the future or whatever they think they're gonna do. Um but I mean they they signed Brian Balaga, um who has had a couple down years but is still an upgrade for them at tackle. Um signed Nick Vigil, like they already had a good defense. Signed Linval Joseph, like they like the the Chargers are gonna make an already crowded AFC West more crowded. As as a, and as a Broncos fan, I hate that because like the Chiefs are already a problem. Clearly, Super Bowl champions. Which, by the way, I called it. I picked them. It's not that hard. It was a fifty fifty shot, but I picked them. Um. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers are going to be sneaky good. I mean, Joey Bosa is only getting better. And he's going to be a free agent this year. Next year, I should say. Um, so I, I would be shocked to see if they... There's no way they... They'll at least franchise tag him, if not try and get a, a deal done. Um, I mean, but the Chargers still got a lot of room to go. And like they, they could go get a quarterback if they really wanted to. Like, they've got Tyrod Taylor, who's not a bad option. Um, but... Jameis Winston and Cam Newton are still both unsigned in addition to a really heavy quarterback class. Like, I'm just saying, look out for the Chargers. Got a lot going for them. Um, other than that, I mean, franchise tags. I mean, the Broncos tagged Justin Simmons, which was sweet. I like him a lot. Uh, I hope we get him on a long-term deal. It cracks me up that the Cowboys franchise tagged Dak Prescott because... And part of me wants to believe that this is like a Jerry Jones like media ploy because like he I think he loves how much attention the Dallas Cowboys get from their inability to sign Dak Prescott. Like they get that that that, that took up months worth of conversation on every major sports platform. Like, well, are they gonna sign him? Are they gonna sign him? How much are they gonna pay him? Blah blah blah. So part of, part of me wants to believe Jerry Jones is like, you know what? Let's just keep doing it. <laughs> Let's just keep it going. Keep keep our name out there. Circulation. Because, I mean, not the other part of me is just like, he's not that good. But I'll probably get a bunch of Dallas Cowboys fans text me and be like, he's, like, he's the best. He's the best quarterback ever. We should have won the Super Bowl. Like, okay. Like, uh, Dallas sports. Don't even get me started on Dallas sports fans. One of the benefits of this layoff of sports is that I don't have to listen to them talking about the Mavs every day. God, so annoying. And I like Luca. You guys are making me not like Luca anymore. So stop it. Because I like him. He's a good guy. But just shut up a little bit. That's all I'm asking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, we're in the middle of a weird hiatus from sports. I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Um, this was supposed to be the Masters week. Um, in two days, I was supposed to uh, hop on a flight, go to, uh, we had tickets to the Masters, Masters for the first time in my life. Um, clearly, we're not going to that now, um, which sucks because it was going to be awesome. So I'm a little bummed about it, if you can't tell. But I don't, it's just, it just sucks. But uh, I'll give a quick um, update on where a lot of these major sports leagues stand as far as 
um, suspensions and post moments. So uh, the NBA is suspended indefinitely. Uh, the there's been a lot of talk about uh, how they're gonna plan on coming back. I would be shocked if the NBA didn't do anything. Like I I don't I I think they there's no way they scrap it. Like these these big leagues like the the NCAA is one thing. Because the NCAA doesn't have to pay their players, so they don't have to like they're they're gonna lose money and they're gonna lose a lot of it, but it's just coming out of their own pocket, so it's a lot less logistics. Whereas the NBA, the NHL, uh, baseball, all have to figure out how they're gonna pay their players if they don't have games, um, which is like they're gonna they're gonna have games. Um, so it's been a lot of rumors of July start times shortened seasons yeah I mean there's no telling there's no telling how they're going to handle this because there's no precedent and every league's going to handle it differently and everyone's going to get big mad about it um I mean I wouldn't be surprised to see the NBA handle it the best I mean they handle stuff like this better than anybody else it seems like Adam Silver's got a really good pulse on like not only like his players and his league but like just the like the country in general and like how things are uh so i would be i would be imagining that a lot of these leagues are going going to the nba being like how are you doing this like let's see what we can do i'm sure baseball will find a way to screw this up um (laughs) because they can't i mean you'd think that they couldn't get any stupider and then they do and i'm just it's just not i'm not gonna get into it but like I'm pretty sure I read something the other day that they're allowing the like coaches, again, not players, but the coaches that were suspended in the Astros Red Sox cheating scandal to like obey their like the suspensions are started already. Like they're serving them right now. And I, I just think that's the stupidest thing. Like they're not even missing anything. And <laughs> they're serving theirs. It'd be like, hey, um, you're supposed to be serving a year in jail right now for whatever. <laughs> you can just hang out at home till whenever we say for a couple months. Just chill out, and then you know we'll think about putting you in jail. <laughs> I just I don't know. Um, yeah, I, the NBA will probably be the front runner. I mean, I imagine baseball starts. They'll all probably start back up around similar times. Um. Baseball's an enigma because they didn't get started at all. So, like, I feel like they have a lot more leeway to, like, cut games and, like, make things shorter. Um, but they have also been the most dedicated to their long, long-ass schedule every year. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, but the NHL, the NHL will be back soon. Um, so, like I said, the Masters is... Uh, Masters rescheduled to November. The British Open is canceled. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of word on the other things. Kentucky Derby was supposed to be pretty soon, I think, and then that's being pushed back to September. The real, the real issue we're gonna run into here, and like soccer is a whole other thing, but like, if they if they start messing with my football, I swear, I swear to God, like I, I'm gonna lose it. I can't, I can't handle it. Like I, I. I don't remember who it was some of the other days said like you know they're gonna they're gonna suspend it or cancel it and like you just don't want to deal with that. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I will not I will not 
put in my own brain the fear of losing football until the very like until it happens. Like it, I will not do that to myself because I will spend the next months freaking out about it. Like there, it, yeah. I need. I really. I saw an article right before I started recording that Bill Gates is working on a vaccine. So Bill Gates, please save football. Please God, I know. I know you listen to the show. He's a big fan. He texts me all the time. Please God, Bill Gates, save football. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. All this, the rest of this stuff, I can handle. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll. I don't know, but like, good God, please, please don't take away games of Spencer Rattler's collegiate career from me. I really, we can't have that. I cannot. I need, I need him to be playing on Saturdays. I need it. Uh, speaking of that, I guess I'll wrap. With uh, some rec- OU recruiting updates, I mean, I know um, some of like the the people who I at least I've, that I talk to that listen to this show either know more than I do or know nothing. Um, so this is for the people who don't know anything, and then those of you who know more than I do, you can critique me later. Uh, but I mean, the the big the big thing that was. That happened recently this week was Lincoln Riley, who's the king of, really the king of just social media in general, but like the king of t- tweeting things that we have no idea what they mean. Um, and we've all kind of gotten over the whole eyeballs thing, like how that is just like a exciting, but like, come on, man, tell us what's going on. Um, tweeted the following. Hashtag the serious three and then three star emojis. If you don't believe me, go look at it like it's on his Twitter. With no context, no explanation. A lot of the other coaches tweeted it. I saw Roy Manning tweet it. Kale Gundy tweeted it. Um, I have no idea what that means. The, the website that I get all my inf- recruiting information from, um, like they... They have to be really careful about what they say because of a, of a bevy of a number of reasons. But the the vibe that I'm getting is that it's big big time recruits. Two of them are at least, and then the third one um, we might have to wait a while for that have committed. Um, what if I were to if I were a betting man, if I were if I were to put money down, I, one of them would be Caleb Williams for me. Um, he's the number currently the number one ranked quarterback in this upcoming recruiting class, um, which would be huge after the loss of Brock Vandegrift, which I have documented on the show was a just a, just a sad sad day for me. Um, but Caleb Williams um has been talking up OU a lot. Um, talking about especially talking about his relationship with Coach Riley. Um. So I I think it would be like just be paying attention to Twitter. There there actually is a different guy, Latrell McCutcheon, who's supposed to be committing tonight. Um, he decommitted from Alabama, and the the day that he had his OU official visit. So I I would be shocked if he's not wearing an OU hat tonight, but or however he plans on doing it. But um, that's a defensive guy, which is huge. Um. But yeah, Caleb Williams is a name I, for OU, the OU fans in the audience. <laughs> in the audience, 
to look out for another guy. Um, Kamar Wheaton, one of the top running backs of this class. Um, also given OU a lot of love recently. Um, and I'd love to sit here and say, like, I know everything about everything and, like, I've got all this down. Like, I... The with the way that all of this has been going down, like no one really knows a lot of anything because it's all up in the air. Like they can't really, they can't have people on campus. Obviously, they can't have spring practice. They're not having the spring game. Um, like it's just a weird, weird time. So, I'd love to have a lot more information, but I don't. Um, there was a an offensive lineman who is transferring from UCLA, Chris Murray, um, coming to OU. He's going to have to either get an eligibility waiver or sit out, but uh, was a four-star guy, um, which will be a big help. But other than that, I mean, I, my whole – every day I wake up, I look at Twitter, and just hope and pray for some Caleb Williams news because as we've seen – Big name quarterbacks in the Spencer Rattler class. Big name quarterbacks bring big name te- weapons along. Like no, they, if you got a big five star quarterback, every other wide receiver in the area that's even remotely considering OU, bumping them us up the board. Absolutely, with that, uh, without a doubt, it's a huge, it'd be a huge pull. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, as more, I mean, I, I have no idea when I'm going to record again, to be completely honest. I really hope I can get Christian and I to figure something else out because doing this by myself is a, is a bit strange. There's no one here to laugh at my jokes. Maybe I'll just have Blinton come in. And he's playing Call of Duty right now. I'll just have him come in and laugh. Be like my like studio audience. I only have one mic, or I'd let him talk too, but. I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound like I don't care about what he says, but I do want him to laugh at me. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Um, thanks for listening. I um, I hope this was at least a, a mildly entertaining way to get um, something else other than sad news out there. Um, I hope y'all stay safe, stay inside. Uh, text your loved ones, call your grandparents. You never know who needs it right now. Um, But until next time, stay safe. (laughs) 